if a player wants to be traded, they're going to get traded. Like, get if traded. they just decide they want out, you know, because you remember this offseason, oh, everybody was everybody was talking about how the the, the guy Khan owned Yannick online, you know, and, and Yannick was doing the wrong thing. And he was taking his trade value and he wasn't going anywhere. I mean, I don't know how people even had that opinion. This is the same team that, that, that folded to Jalen Ramsey earlier in the year. Yeah. Like, if a player says, I'm not showing up, I want out, just trade them. Like, that's it. Yeah, you're not going to win. It's the Lunch Break Hot Take with Jose and Rodney. I'm ready now. All right. What's going on, Lunch Breakers and Takers? This is another episode of the Lunch Break Hot Take. I am Jose. And this is Rodney. And we're back with some more football. It's football time. We're two weeks out from the regular season. We got some moves being made in the NFL? One, anyway. Yannick Ngankwe just traded to the Vikings for a second and a conditional, I believe it was fifth. Yeah. So now their uh, their edge rushers are Daniil Hunter and Yannick Ngankwe. So, you know, I mean, that's pretty good if you can, if you can get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's really good. That's pretty good. So, yeah, that's a pretty good deal for, uh, for the Vikings and they're expected to work out a I guess I guess a restructure of the deal this year, and then try to get them extended at the end of the year. Right, not a great deal if you're Jacksonville and you said you would not move him for anything less than a first plus. But you right, because wasn't there a rumor of them uh, being offered a first round pick at some point? I'm sure they were, but you know this is this is the story every time. Uh, you know, a player says, "I want out." And the team gets all, all indignant. They're like, no, we're not trading you. We'll only trade them for 18 first-round picks. <laughs> and then, you know, teams call and they're like, okay, so what do you really want? And they're like, 18 first-round picks. And so, they, you know, they say no. Then people stop calling and they're like, this dude's really not showing up. Yeah. And we're not getting calls anymore. So now we got to take what we can get. Yeah, they held on to him for too long. That's what happened. Yeah. They held on to him for too long. Um, they could have traded him – before the draft, I think got a higher pick. Yeah, they would have gotten a first round pick if they traded him before the draft. Yeah, um, but he's a young also, pass. Yeah, he's a he's a young pass rusher. People right. love pass rushers, and when you're going into the draft and you see the guy that you want going off the board early, you know. Yeah, and, and this is a pretty weak class for for edge rushers. Yep, um, and and this is also just another example of if a player wants to be traded. They're gonna get traded. Gonna like get if traded. they just decide they want out, you know, because you remember this offseason, oh, everybody was everybody was talking about how the 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 guy Khan had owned Yannick online, you know, and, and Yannick was doing the wrong thing and he was tanking his trade value and he wasn't going anywhere. I mean, I don't know how people even had that opinion. This is the same team that 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 folded to Jalen Ramsey earlier in the year. Yeah. Like if a player says, I'm not showing up, I want out, just trade them. Like, that's it. Yeah, you're not going to win. I mean, we have to get out of this train of thought. It's kind of uh, ingrained into us at this point, right? Because it's years and years and years of, of this kind of uh, narrative that's that's been pushed, that the establishment always wins, that the team always wins, and the player's not going to win in these situations. And the best thing to do is just just be a good teammate and, and, and you know, do the right thing, right? Not in 2020. That's not how it works. The player is going to get his. 
That's just, that's just mm-hmm. what it is. You know, if you, if you're a good enough player, yeah. If you know, if you're a practice squad guy, you don't have much say, right? If you're a bench warmer, you may not have much say. But if you're a good player or a star player, yeah, you're gonna get your way, one way yeah. or another. You're not even you don't even have this guy under contract. That's the, that's the first thing, right? He played out his contract and you tagged him, but he's not under contract. You just you just tagged him, so he doesn't mm-hmm. owe you anything, right? right? And only thing you're doing is letting the time run out on what you can get for him. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like we just said, the best time to trade him was before the draft or during the draft. You could have pulled a first round pick then. You're, you're saying you want multiple first round picks. Nobody's going to give you that. And now we're right. two weeks away from the regular season. No, nobody's definitely giving you anything of value because look, we, we have to get ready for the season. Do you want something or not? Well, not, not only that, like I, I say they would have gotten a first round pick. I think they would have gotten a late first because the team also has to pay him. Yeah. You know, and you have to pay him like an elite pass rusher, you know, and, and, you know, he deserves that contract, but you're not giving up, you're not going to pay that much and giving up multiple draft picks like that, multiple high picks. Right. You know? it, it's just one of those things. Jacksonville, I, 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 lo- I would love to just put it on Jacksonville and say they're a terrible organization, which they are. That's why they've had all this talent just, you know, running away from them. But it's, it's basically every team in the league, just about. That they just they get, you know, I don't defensive is not the right word, but they they you know they say hey you can't tell me what to do basically righteous you know, indignation. A player say, yeah, you know, a player yeah. says I want out, I'm not playing here anymore, and they say, well, you're playing for us, or you're not playing, and it never works out. Yeah. <laughs> they they you know they get in the feelings a bit because you know you got rejected by your star player, but just move on. You know, look, it's like our mom always told us, you can't be wrong and strong, right? <laughs> And that's what a lot of organizations want to be. They want, yeah. even though they're in the wrong, they're not going to admit it. Like, no, we're just going to hold out because we're trying to improve a point and, you know, we're not going to let the player win. That's what it always comes down to. We're not going to let the player win this because if we let the, if we bend on this player, you know, the next player might do, try to do the same thing. Well, all right. How about you try identifying players that want to be there? Or players or, that are going to work Identify out? the problem in your organization that's driving players out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, try yeah. that. Try that because Telling Smith – didn't want to be there. He found, mm-hmm. and you're like, well, you're under contract. All right, well, I quit playing football. Okay. Did, did you win that? No. Right. You know, it doesn't matter what's going on with Taylor Smith, off, you know, outside of football, because people will point to that. Oh, well, look what's going on with him. Yeah, but you still don't have him. You downgraded on quality there. You had to spend a, a, a high pick on bringing in another good player to replace him, where you could have spent that elsewhere. Like, you know. Well, no, they, and they, they had to spend that money on Joe Schobert. You know, and, and yeah, they had to use one of their first round picks on Chase on because they know they weren't going to have Yannick. Well, even last year, uh, Josh Allen. Yeah. You know, um, because, you know, you got to replace that talent somehow. And yeah, they got some good players and you can say, hey, well, we placed them, placed them with some good players, but it cost you. <laughs> well, and, and maybe you did. You know, in Joe Schobert's case, you replaced him with a worse player. Now, like you said, you know, he Josh had his off field. Well, yeah, Josh Allen's good. But, I mean, that was more of a, you know, we just want another edge rusher anyway. Yeah, yeah. Joe Schobert, yeah. yeah. Telvin Smith has had his off-field issues, but Joe Schobert's a worse player than Telvin Smith. Yeah. Right? You drove Telvin Smith away before any of that happened. Yeah. So, just just strictly football. You got worse at that linebacker spot. Now, Chason, I mean, I like Chason. I hope he, I hope he does well. Me too. There's no reason to think that he's going to be as good as Yannick Ngakwe. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's that's the thing, right? Because we get hyped up over uh, plays in the draft. I do it all the time, so I'm, you know, I'm mm-hmm. not pointing fingers. But the fact is, you know, it's 
it's rare that those players that you see in a draft are going to be better than like really good players in the NFL. Yannick is a really good player in the NFL. Chances yeah. are Chase on is not going to be that good, right? Mm-hmm. He could be, we're not saying he's not, but odds are he's not going to be as good. He, he could be good. He, he probably won't be as good as Yannick. So what else we got? Um, all right. So, you know, that's, that's a little, little uh, NFL transactional uh, news. Uh, now we want to get into some, uh, some of our team business. What you got for us, Bill? Yeah. yeah, we just wanted to, uh, you know, talk about who we think the breakout players this year are going to be for Carolina and Baltimore on offense and defense. I think we can, we can start with uh, start with the offensive side of the ball there. Down in in Carolina, Look, Carolina has a lot of firepower on offense right now. Yes, yes. You know, for the for the first time ever, you know, <laughs> they, they 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 have a decent you know a decent wide receiver core. And look, this is going to be the answer every single year until it really happens. And that's Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel's breaking out. Okay? He, he, he's a great route runner. You know, he, he's phenomenal with the ball after the catch. And for the last few years, they just have not been able to get him on the field at the same time as a capable quarterback. Right. Now they have Teddy Bridgewater. I'm saying that Curtis Samuel is going to be the breakout player in Carolina this year. Okay. Now, I'm about to give a hot take. This is a lunch break hot take. I'm about to give a hot take here. All right. Quiet is kept. You, you know, when you say quiet is kept, this is a, it's, it's not quiet. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it loud. All right. But this is something that nobody's saying. Carolina might have the most explosive offense in the NFC South next year. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they, they could. They could. They, I mean, they, they absolutely could. Nobody Moore, thinks about that because they Curtis had a bad year last year. Yep. Yeah. DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel. They added Robbie Anderson. Yep. They already got Christian McCaffrey. Now they lost Greg Olson, but you know they have Ian Thomas there who's been waiting a couple of years for his shot. Like I said, if, if, the, if the O-line holds up, they're going to put up a ton of points this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, how many wins that translates to is a whole other question. I mean, but, you, you look at yeah. you look at that division. I mean, it's talent, top mm-hmm. to bottom, on the offensive side of the ball. But Tom Brady is like forty three years old, man. <laughs> yeah. If you don't believe in Father Time, just wait until this year. You will. As is Drew Brees. As is Drew Brees, right? Like they're not getting any younger, man. Matt Ryan ain't getting younger either, or better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They have a bunch of talent around those. All those quarterbacks have talent around them, mm-hmm. and you know maybe they can give you one more you know great year, maybe. But uh, Teddy has the youth on his side. You yeah. know he was he was healthy all last year. He he played well in a in a limited you know uh, backup role, but he got to start a few games. He looked good. You know what he can do with talent, and now you know he, he you know he's got the keys in in Carolina. You guys can have the offense of, of that division. It, it could, yeah. And and you know they've got three guys in Moore, Samuel, and McCaffrey who can all line up at wide receiver or running back. You know, like yeah. they, you know, they have a new offensive coordinator in Joe Brady. I mean, he can, he can get really creative with what he does, uh, getting getting those guys the ball, and they're going to be really, really, really tough to stop. Yeah. But like I said, it's 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 the Curtis Samuel show in twenty twenty. Um, I can see that. So uh, uh, as far as the defense in Carolina, I think the obvious choice there is uh, Brian Burns. You know, he showed he showed some talent, a good bit of talent last year. He didn't get to play as many snaps as he should have. He had some injuries and then d- 
disappeared from the lineup for whatever reason. Yeah, um, yeah. But no, I mean, he, he showed he can play. So obviously I, I think he's going to take the next step. He's going to have a really good season, but my pick for the breakout player, and this is a diff, kind of a different kind of breakout because this guy has been a, you know, he's been a good player throughout his first few years. Uh, that's Shaq Thompson. And this is going to be more yeah. of a national breakout because now, you know, they let go of like seven or eight starters on defense. Uh, he's the man in that linebacking core now, you know, and, and from all the reports, he's kind of, you know, stepped into that leadership role. He's going to be out there going sideline to sideline, just racking up tackles. And, and I, you know, I think he's going to be a pro bowler and he, he's going to get a lot of national, uh, national run because, you know, the other part of it is, I think Carolina's going to be behind in a lot of games and the other team's <laughs> going to be running a lot. So there, there's going to be a lot of, there's going to be a lot of tackles to, to be had, you yeah. know, and, and yeah. he's going to be the one picking them up. Yeah. So that, that's my pick. It's Shaq Thompson in, in terms of getting more national recognition. So Brian Burns on the D line, Shaq Thompson in the linebacking core, Jeremy Chin in the secondary. Oh yeah. That's not, not, you know, there's, there's stories out there that they're looking around the league calling teams, trying to get secondary help. And I'm like, what, what for? Why'd you let Eric Reed go? You already did this. Yeah. You cut Eric Reed. You let James Bradbury walk. What are you calling teams for? This is what you wanted. Yeah. You know, you, you wanted to have the youngest defense ever. So what are you, why are you trying to fix it now? And, and why are you calling teams? Logan Ryan has been sitting in free agency forever. Hey, man. Just bring Thomas is available. Yeah. For well, cheap. You know, for cheap, too. Right? Jeremy Chen all day. Okay. Yeah. No. Um, okay. I, I like those picks. So you got, you got Curtis Samuel on offense, Ryan Burns on defense, and Shaq Thompson. No, 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 no. Just Shaq Thompson. I'm Shaq saying Thompson. I, I think Burns is going to have a okay. good year. I'm saying my, my pick, though, is Shaq Thompson. Uh, I like that. You know, having, having, getting some national recognition. Shaq Thompson was one of those players I always thought was going to be a special player for you guys, but. Yeah. I mean, like when you're, when you're playing next to Thomas Davis and Luke Keekley, it's mm-hmm. tough to look special. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's tough, but yeah. you know, he, like I said, he's the man in the middle of that defense. Now I think he's going to shine. You know, there's been a little uh, doom and gloom talk about, about the Panthers this year, but I can't see a scenario where they are a playoff team. Yeah, look, I mean, if that, those, if that, those, those guys work out, right? If uh, Brian Burns turns out to be really good, Shaq Thompson turns out to be really good, like we think, we get a little bit, you know, some solid play out the secondary. There'll be a solid defense. Not great. You know, they might the, give us some the points. Is, I mean, I, you're, you're depending on a lot of really young players who haven't proven anything. And the, the real problem with it is they can't sustain injuries anywhere on their roster. Like, you know, at, at wide receiver, you know, maybe you can take one injury at wide receiver. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe you can take one injury on the O-line. Maybe. I was going to say, I was that, gonna say you can't if, do it on the O-line. Well, I'm saying that, that's if Greg Little can actually play. We don't know. Uh, yeah. But, you know, if he can play, then, you know, maybe you can take one injury there. Yeah. You can't take any, any injuries anywhere else. Like, they have no depth. That, that's always been a, an issue in Carolina. And that's why they're going to lose, you know, nine, ten games this year. Okay, I think they're closer to eight and eight or or nine and seven. We'll mm-hmm. see, we'll mm-hmm. see. And it's and they're starting this year, right? It's the seventh playoff spot. Uh yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah, yep. they, they agreed to that. Yep, Carolina. But listen, the the problem is they're still. I mean, hands down, 
the worst team in that division. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, well, uh, it, it's gonna it's gonna take. They some, may have the best know, offense, but it's they gonna are the take worst some team. angels in the outfield kind of stuff <laughs> to, to get them where they want to go this year. But you know, we'll see. It's gonna, be yeah. interesting. it's gonna be an interesting year. Like, you know, we're both Cam fans, right? We don't like mm-hmm. the way they let Cam go. We think they let him go way too early. We think they're gonna suffer for that a little bit, but yeah. You know, there's some things to be excited about on that team, you know, this year. But, like I said, what, I, I'm not excited because I don't know what their long-term plans are. I don't think they know what their long-term plans are. So I'm just kind of in wait-and-see mode. I'm going I'm to be watching Baltimore and New England, you know, and, and, and I'm just – you know, I'm going to watch Carolina, obviously, but I'm not, I'm not worried about it, about yeah. what happens with them this season. But there's some intrigue there. Let me say that, intrigue. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think they'll be one of the most fun teams to watch in the league this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Every game, 45-42. Yeah, those are fun. Those are fun. All right, let's talk about, um, let's talk about the Ravens. Mm-hmm. I haven't really thought about this. Who's going to be the breakout player? I mean. That's unfortunate. Like, we're doing the show now. Yeah, yeah, Probably. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you get my real-time thoughts. <laughs> um, the offense was just explosive, man. And um, if, if you look at it, you know, obviously Lamar – MVP, but I mean, who do, who do you pick? Uh, you, you know, uh, Mark Ingram broke out last year. Mark Andrews broke out last year. You, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I, but, I mean, the, the, I think true. I think the only person I can I can really look at is Hollywood because mm-hmm. he was hurt. He played well. He played well. I think he tied the uh, record for uh, rookie touchdowns in Baltimore. Rookie receiving mm-hmm. touchdowns. Probably. I can't imagine it was that high. So. No, it, it wasn't. I, yeah. think, I think he tied it. I think he tied it. So, um, yeah, he, he put on some muscle this year. He looks a little thicker. He looks a lot more explosive. I think mm-hmm. he's ready to take that, that next step. So, really, I mean, that's, I mean who, who else are you going to pick? Everybody else is rookies. I mean, you know, yeah, J.K. Dobbins, he could, he could you know, break But he's out. a rookie. I'm not, not going to pick a rookie for a breakout player of the year, right? Like, it's... it's... He can still break out as a rookie. And honestly, yeah. I, look, I think he's going to look great the times that he plays, but I think it's still going to be Mark Ingram carrying yeah. the load as as he should. He looked great last year. He he looked great, you know. Yeah. So I, I I'm going to go with Hollywood. I think Hollywood. They, I mean they and they need it too, right? Yeah. They need Hollywood and, and Miles Boykin to really to really shine, but I think it's going to be more so on Hollywood Brown. So Hollywood Brown on offense, the breakout player this year. Watch out for him. He's going to. I think he's going to easily get over a thousand yards in double digit touchdowns. Too. Uh, defensively, defensively, I'm going to say Brandon Williams. Brandon Williams. Uh, I, I'm not saying he, I'm not going. I'm not saying he's going to be the best player on defense. But we're talking about breakout player. I think he's going to have a monster year back at nose tackle. He I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't know. You can call Brandon. Brandon Williams already broke out, man. He already got the big contract. You know, people know about Brandon. Yeah, yeah. No, so, so what are we talking about when we say? When we say breakout player, I, I, I'm thinking like, you know, somebody who makes all pro for the first time or a pro bowl for the first time, you know, just has, okay. a, has a much okay. better year than they than okay. had. Because I'm looking at it because I'm looking at it like Brandon Williams had, had some down years for Brandon Williams. Right. That's kind of mm-hmm. because he's playing. He was playing DN. He moved from nose tackle to DN. Now he's back at nose tackle. His more natural spot. And you got Clay's Campbell and Derek Wolf there. I think, you know, it would be more of a bounce back year, but yeah. Um, first time, first time all pro. That's tough in Baltimore too. Cause yeah. I mean, they, they're, they're all, 
<laughs> they're, they're all uh, solidified in, in, in their spots in the NFL. Like, they don't have any any question marks really outside it, of the rookies, especially on defense because that's how they want it, right? Like they yeah. they you know they want a short thing on defensive side, even though I think it should be offensive side, but you know where they should be shored up. Defensively, they they have guys that have pretty much been there, right? So mm-hmm. if we're looking at breakout players, it's either gotta be you know a, you know gotta look over for a rookie, you gotta go with Patrick Queen, yeah. Right, I mean, Patrick Queen again. I, I think that's a, a position where you need. But well, I mean, I guess you don't need. You, know, you got you got LJ Fourth there, but you you kind of want you, you really want Queen to to step up and be that guy to be that player. Y'all better y'all better hope the answer is Deshaun Elliott, based off of uh, what's happened over the last week or so. I don't think we need a great great safety play. Yeah. I, I don't. Um, he just needs to be solid. He doesn't need to yeah. be a playmaker. We we have playmakers, man. Bringing back Jimmy Smith was really uh, icing on the cake because I thought he was gone, right? And yeah, because you don't have a spot for him. And then right. It's just like, hey, I'm back. I, and there's talk about putting him at safety. I wouldn't even put him at safety. Let him just kind of rotate in and out at corner, right? That just, you know, we, we have depth there. And he's excellent on the outside. Don't change it. Don't yeah. change it. You know, Tavon Young is back. You know, um, yeah. No, we, we don't need great safety play. Million yeah. great safety player, and the pass rush. Even if we don't add to David Clowney, that was another rumor out there that you know we're favorites to get him. Even if we don't add him, adding Clarence Campbell and Derek Wolf and putting Brandon Williams back at nose tackle, the pass rush is going to be a lot better. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, so and and, and and like I said, you know, uh, don't need to add to David Clowney because Tyus Bowser is about to break out. I drafted him to my fantasy team. That guarantees it. Hey, I hope so. And, and, Ten you know, sacks. Income. And, you know, we can't forget about Judon. Judon's a really good player. And, again, having Campbell, Derek Wolf on that mm-hmm. team you know, to clock up that middle is going to help him out even more. So yeah. I, 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 we should see a lot less blitzing. And if we're not blitzing as much, you know, we got some more, you know, we got already a, a really good secondary. Um, yeah, everybody just has to play their assignments. So safeties, you know, Chuck Clark is already a, a very smart safety. He, he's rarely out of assignment. Deshaun Elliott just needs to do the same thing. He doesn't have to do anything special. So I'm not worried about yeah. it. I'm not worried he's about had it. a lot of time to learn that playbook. So He did. Oh, and boy. to be honest, man, like the way they reacted to Earl Thomas, I feel like they do feel more comfortable with him just, you know, yeah. being in position. So, you know, it, it, it's always a gamble, but I, I think that uh, the, the confidence – that the organization and the other players especially showed and just having Deshaun Elliott take over says something about what, you know, his ability or, or what they expect from him. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I, I don't think they're really worried about it at all. No, nah, no, nah, they, they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be there. I mean, there's so much talent on that defense, man. Like yeah. even, even if he was just, just a, a hot mess, like it's not going to hurt them that much. Listen, and, and you know, the other reason that you, you don't need to worry about it, because it could be Earl Thomas back there in his prime, just, you know, perfect attitude, just making plays and everything, and, and, and no injuries or anything like that. And Pat Mahomes is still putting 30 on you, man. It doesn't yeah, yeah. matter. That's just, that's just the NFL today. Like, teams are going to score on you. I mean, we, the thing is this. We could have the number one defense. We could hold teams to 19 points on average, right? And we do that throughout the whole season. When we get to the playoffs, you got to expect that teams like Mahomes, 
Yeah, like, like, like I say Mahomes, uh, like the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> R- rude. <laughs> team Mahomes. <laughs> um, you got to expect teams to put up more points. It doesn't matter who it is. Like, you know, it's, it's a different animal. And you got to expect teams to play harder. They're going to put up more points. And you just got to be able to respond. Again, mm-hmm. we go back to last year. We overreacted. We overreacted to what Derrick Henry did to us in the playoffs. Yes, he ran all over us. Yeah, okay, whatever. We had a bad night on defense, but we put up 12 points offensively. Mm-hmm. That's not going to get it done under any circumstance. Even if we held them – and we've seen this before in Baltimore, right? Baltimore fans, you got to remember this. When we got Steve McNair here, that was one of the best years we, we've ever had, Right? I think we were fifteen and one that year. I think we were fifteen and one. I don't think they were fifteen and one. Were they 15? Yeah, I think so. I don't think so. I thought they were thirteen and three or something. Thirteen and three. But, but regardless, but, yeah. yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Um, we had a great record, and we get to the playoffs, and we lose by five field goals because we couldn't put up any points. Yeah, we lose to five field goals. Peyton Manning didn't score a touchdown. The defense did everything they needed to do everything they needed to do and we couldn't punch the ball into the end zone and we lost to five field goals you have to be able to score touchdowns same thing happened to carolina when they they actually went 15 and one you know cam was mvp number one offense in the league yeah everybody talking about oh 10 pro bowlers look at ted ginn out there and you get into the super bowl and look that panthers defense completely shut down denver completely Denver, you know, Peyton Manning threw for like under 100 like 80 yards or something like that. Yeah. Couldn't score. You know, J- Jonathan Stewart got hurt on the first drive. Your backup running back was Mike Tolbert. And, you know, the, and then and then Ted Ginn and, and Jericho Cotchery, and, you know, they ran into some first round corners. Your, your, your trash heap tackles ran into so, some elite edge rushers. And that was it. And this is where talent matters. And I don't think people understand that, right? Because you could have easily looked at that Panthers team and said, look, this is why you don't need to get some high-priced wide receivers. This is why you don't need to get, you know, uh, spend a lot of money on running backs because, you know, you went 15-1, and one, you made it all the way to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but in those big games where you're playing a tough team and they're shutting you down, you need to have that talent that can step up and make those tough plays, get those first downs that you need to keep the drive going, you know, make that great catch to extend the play yeah. or, 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 or the score. You can't do that with average players or below average players. Well, and that's exactly what they did. They said, hey, we got to the Super Bowl. Kelvin Benjamin's coming back next year. It's all good. And then Kelvin Benjamin came back, quit on a, on a, on a play. Cam hurt his shoulder, and now it's Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you've got to add talent, man. And I don't want I, I, I to get complacent just because – you know, we we had some good young players because, yeah, we can look at it and say we got enough. Lamar, great player. Uh, uh, Mark Andrews, really good tight end. One of the better tight ends in the league. Hollywood looks like he's really good, right? We just drafted J.K. Dobbins. You can look at it and say that's a lot of talent. Sure. Get some more. Yeah, it's a lot of names. Yeah, yeah. Mark Andrews is the only one of those guys who's performed in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I mean Ingram, but, you know, Ingram's older. But yeah, 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 Ingram. Um, but yeah. All right. So yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Nice little wrap up there. Um, before we, uh, finish this, uh, podcast, 
want to say rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman, who uh, passed away the other day. Um, Colin Cancer. I, I, I thought it. I thought it was a joke. Yeah, me too. I it, me too. Um, yeah, nobody knew this whole time. They say he's been battling uh, colon cancer for four years. The whole time he's been working, he was getting his treatment, had a couple surgeries, and he, you know, he pushed through. I mean, he he fought it all the way to the end, and it's it's tragic. It's it's a shock to everybody, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, condolences to him and his family. Also to uh, Cliff Robinson, a former uh, Trailblazer star. Um, and Phoenix. And Suns. Phoenix. Oh, yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, he was only 53. 53 for Cl- Cliff Robinson, 43 for Chadwick Bozeman. You know, both of them gone way too soon. Yeah. Way too soon. So. And, and also condolences to uh, Lute Olsen's family. He passed away also uh, yep. a few days ago. Yep. Uh, yeah, 2020 has been awful. <laughs> yeah. 2020 has been awful. Very uh, much so. We're almost at the end of it, though. So we just got to keep pushing through. Allegedly. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. yeah. You guys just got to stay safe out there, man. Stop going outside too, man. <laughs> we are not past this pandemic. Don't don't lie to yourselves. It's just as bad. Actually, it's worse. Yeah. It's, it's actually worse. Um, stay inside. Don't go out to the bar. Don't go to the movies. Don't go, you know, like just, just, just stay home, man. Stay home. And hopefully. Yeah, when football season starts and they start letting fans in, don't go. Don't yeah, don't it's, do that. It's it's better watching from your house anyway. Yeah, but you guys won't. You're gonna go out there and and this is gonna go on through 2021. It's just what it is. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but all right, um, <clears throat> that's it. You guys make sure you um, subscribe to us, man. If you like us, you know, support the show. We are doing a giveaway right now. It's a ambitious goal. For sure, mm-hmm. but it's a huge reward. So we're looking for 200 subscribers. Once we get to 200, who knows how long that will take? Maybe that'll take us uh, a few months. Maybe that takes us a couple years. But yeah, yeah. maybe by the time we hit 200, you're gonna be like, "I want that PS6." Yeah, but you know what? That's on y'all. Right? <laughs> so don't don't complain to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, PlayStation Five. Uh, the the new Xbox Series X, your choice. Once we hit 200 subscribers, uh, one of those lucky subscribers will get that console. So sign up. Go to anchor.fm slash LBHT slash support. Yeah, the link will be in the show notes. Yep, link will be in the show notes as always. You can go to our website. Uh, we will uh, d- we will guide you to the proper place to go and sign up. That website is lbhtshow.com. And you'll hear at the end of the show. Um, so, yeah, man. Thanks for listening. And we will see you guys next time. Lunch breakers and takers. If you like what you hear, you can go to anchor.fm slash lbht slash support and support the show for as little as 99 cents a month. You can also support by leaving us a five-star review on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, don't forget to check out our website at www.lbhtshow.com. And make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at LBHT Show. And thanks for spending your lunch break with us. We'll see you next time.